Hey guys! On this episode of Scene Play, we're going to go ahead and finish our game of No Boundaries, which is by Mark Hobbs. See you on the other side. I kind of love the idea of Greg being promoted to assistant manager. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and say that's the one. Great. So let's define things that have happened in that last quarter, too, in okay. general. So. Any big themes in terms of the relationships between the characters that you think might have changed in this time? Yeah, I think Cass's awareness of Daryl's relationship with Bartholomew mm -hmm. has driven an even deeper wedge, if possible, between Cass and Greg. And really <laughs> <laughs> even deeper. <laughs> and, and Greg yeah. is totally unaware of this. And it, to be honest, it's not quite clear what his reaction would be if we ever find out. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. and I think the fact that I know has has strengthened my bond with Daryl, mm -hmm. but it also is like a lot of pressure to be keeping someone's secret. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's like a weird power relationship, right? Because like I could let this go spill at any moment, yeah, no. which I don't want. It's not like I'm holding it over you. But it's but a it's, thought. It's, it's tenuous. There. It's yeah. like I'm trying to move up in the ranks. Yeah. Oh. Um. And this is great fodder yeah. for a story. Indeed. If you're the right story. Indeed. And mm -hmm. I'm trying to like keep that going. And I, it's, I think the further my blog is going about Greg, the more and more like pissed off I get at him because mm -hmm. he's just harshing my mellow. He's just the worst. Mm -hmm. I think Daryl has been doing much better in the book club than he has any right to especially given that he spark notes everything and is also infatuated with pretty much everybody there because they're all older than he is and he's 17. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. E everybody's an option. And I'm starting to regret inviting you to the oh, book club very because much now so. you really like being there and because yeah. you're, you're killing it right now. Yeah. Everyone thinks you're super smart yeah. and I'm pissed off because I know that you didn't even want to be here in the first place and mm -hmm. I like being the smartest voice. Yeah. <laughs> now, in an effort to cover for his relationship with Daryl, Bart has been really making an effort to spend like quality time with his father to sort of oh. distract from anything. Oh, That's yeah. so nice. They can talk slowly to each other. So Greg is in an unusually good mood this quarter. Oh, that's so nice. Which is almost more off-putting to his coworkers because they just <laughs> don't really know how to react to it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's fair. I also think that I have been trying to turn my blog into a collection of like short stories mm. and I've, I've just, I've sent it out and I've gotten rejected from three different publishers. So I'm kind of bitter, which is I'm also yeah. taking that out on Greg because I feel like it's his fault for yeah, not like being good enough have, material. He has to have better stories. Yeah. So I think there might be a way in which I sometimes try to provoke him, but mm -hmm. yep. and I'm and yet Greg is significantly better mooded, mm -hmm. which provides an interesting tension. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think the short story is going to go off next quarter. Okay. Is that, that's when that's going to happen. Great. Mm -hmm. And in terms of how Daryl feels about Greg right now, I think the fact that Bart has been spending more time with his dad and hasn't super been regretting it has like rubbed well on Daryl. So Daryl feels better about Greg, though there's still, there's still that original tension and also feels a little less like, oh, this is like the example of who I'm going to be because mm -hmm. I don't know. He's seen other male figures that can give him some sort of guidance in life. He's mm -hmm. still trying. He, he, he's, he got hooked on cigarettes, though. <laughs> That's like that happens. Yeah. But it's, it's part of his like he's growing up. Yeah. yeah I know. Cigarettes and yep. beer. Mm -hmm. Not My beer. Two favorite things. 
He doesn't like beer. Doesn't like beer. Still, still struggling with the alcohol. Cigarettes, my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> One thing we didn't talk about uh-huh. is: Are we from this bougie suburb, or are we like from outside? Well, Greg certainly w- would not be working at the store if he was forty-two and from this bougie suburb. Mm-hmm. He's from two towns over, actually, which is why his son goes to the neighboring academy in the next town because okay. it's close but affordable. Mm-hmm. I think Daryl's family had a house that was in this suburb already and the family isn't doing well now i mean they're booksellers in general mm-hmm. and but they still have that house so they still live in this place even mm-hmm. though it's too probably too expensive for mm-hmm. them i think i am from here and i'm living in my parents attic yes post post-college, post-college. it's like four mm-hmm. years out i'm still yeah. figuring things out but i'm like trying to pretend that it's my apartment but mm-hmm. it's my parents attic yep good Excellent. Good. I see my future. Uh, Snaps. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I get to frame the first scene. All right. And I'm going to go ahead. We haven't we haven't been relaxing in the employee lounge. So I think I'm going to do a relax in the employee lounge, which isn't actually, we're not, there's, I don't think there's an employee lounge in this bookstore, but it's just like, it's closing time. There's no, no customers left in the so store. It's the cafe. Yeah. We're closing up shop in the cafe and so like greg you're the barista right i'm a bookseller and cassie is a customer service service. yeah so Mm -hmm. none of us are really doing anything right now and so i think daryl's second thing is he's mopping the floor in the Mm -hmm. in the barista and i think everybody's around for Mm -hmm. this one and for relaxing the employee lounge characters may only gossip or complain all right (laughs) The scene opens with Greg getting a text alert on his phone. Greg looks up and announces to the general room, Attention employees. It has come to my attention that corporate has decided to promote me to assistant manager. I do not want this job. I do not like working here. I do not like working over you. But if corporate decides it is so, it is so. Cassie comes bustling to the front of the store upon hearing this news, frantic and very upset. But she's hoping that Greg is trying to play some sort of prank. So she comes up to the register where he's been making this announcement from. Um, did I just hear that right? It was that was that real? Did I stutter? I, um, how, uh, Hey, Greg, how long you, got it, been in the making? you got promoted. That's so cool. I did. I suppose that is something to be thankful for, but I do not want this job. Does that mean you're going to be working here more often? Unfortunately, yes. It will take me away from my beloved son. Well, I guess. He's been treating me so well recently, positive. too. I was really looking forward to spending more time with him. Yeah, I th- he really enjoys the time he spends with you. How do you know that? Um, it's a, he. It's he, it's a it's a feeling, right? Yeah, we I just, just I we just all just, we I, all know. I mean, yeah. when somebody spends more time with somebody, it generally means that they that they're enjoying their time with them, right? Logical. Yeah. Conclusion. No. That yeah. would make See? sense. See, Daryl's smart. Daryl could be manager. I could be manager. Any of us could be man. Whatever. None of us are qualified to be manager. <sighs> I was just working but so hard last of quarter. Us, Cassie, you would be a good candidate. 
I am not sure why corporate chose me. Wow. The incompetent fools that they are. You know, Greg, that might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me. It's not. Well? What was the nicer thing you said to yeah, her? Yeah, that's a good question. I once told her that her hat looked nice, and she hissed at me. Yeah, I do remember that. That was three weeks ago on I a Tuesday. I have been making an effort. Bartholomew told me that I was too glum. So, in the interest in improving myself for him, I have been trying to maintain a more positive outlook. That seems wait, good. So, where, where are you going next from wait, here? Wait, 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 wait. What? You're taking a positive outlook? I am trying. It is not Shocking. easy. Cassie again takes out her notebook and starts to scribble little notes. Is it mushroom soup this time? Yep, yep it is. Mushrooms all the way. Mm. I really like mushrooms. I do not. They give me horrible indigestion. Hey, mm. that's what alcohol does for me and also most other foods. I'm mm. sorry for that. Alcohol is a a healing salve to fill the hole that was left when my B-word of an ex-wife left me for the five other men she was seeing. Alcohol is a healing salve. Cassie continues to write in her notebook. Five yes, people you at the try s- it. Five people at the same time? Yes, together. Wow. It was not a pleasant sight to come home to. Cleanup took a week. Cut. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, who wants to set the next scene? <laughs> um, um what are what are the other options again? Uh, employee lounge, smoke break, or help a coworker? I like help a coworker. Nice. Um, and in this scene, Daryl and Cassie are working together to, I guess, so you're customer services and you are a bookseller. Yep. So you're trying to come up with a new promotional scheme. But you, you have to keep in mind that Greg, as the assistant manager, has to give a sort of seal of approval on these. Mm-hmm. You know how some bookstores will write like sort of little blurbs about like, this week's hot picks are... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and it's like they have, like, Barnes & Nobles always has, oh, and let's look at these exciting reads that our employees have been reading. Yeah, exactly. So you're trying to come up with that kind of list, maybe based on stuff that your book club has been reading. Mm. Nice. But you know that Greg Juice has to have the final say, and that makes things a little difficult because you really have no idea what this new Greg will expect. Yeah, because he's confusing. Improve, yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. So, I thought that Draylon's Cheers was a really interesting and deep book. It, it had, it, well, Sparknote said it had, like, the plot and the arc that was really good. And mm-hmm. I, think we, I think we were able to have a really good conversation about exactly how it works. Uh, yeah, I think we were able to have a really good conversation because we read it. I mean, I thought I had some pretty you know good insights. Yes, you know what? That's uh, points aside. I think I would really like for 
the sunflower of Mars to be on the list. I thought that that was just a beautiful exploration of, you know, the human limitations of the psyche. And I thought that the relationship at the center was great. And I just, I mean, I think it could really shake things up on the shelves. Okay. I actually read part of that. You did? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. I'm proud of you. I know. It was great. I read like the middle three chapters. That really warms my heart. And just so I could make some better points, you know, because uh-huh. like Sa- Sandra was, was really interested in that yeah, particular part true. of it. And I th- thought I could, I could do some illuminating close reading. Wow. Of you that really part. know how to work the crowd. Yeah. But I just, science fiction and fantasy is on its way out. And I understand that science fiction has that ability to tap into the unlimited potential of human ideas when you push technology to its edge but it's just people aren't reading it people aren't going to grab it we need we need to sell books you know if we want this store to survive we want to sell books and people aren't buying fantasy anymore they well, want that's real because stories they're not being shown the value of the fantasy i mean science fiction is like all that we have we need to figure out how to imagine we need to inspire the people that come in here <sighs> that's All true. Right, we, can also, keep, we can keep it on the list. That's fair. Okay, what what else did you like? Well, okay, I didn't like it, but it's been selling a lot, and oh. the code of cyan. The code of cyan, yeah, is yeah. killing it. it. You know, that's true. You're I, right. I just need to say I the mean, title. I don't understand it. I didn't even like that one. I mean, it's simple. Neither it, did it, Susan. You heard Susan. Yeah, I did hear Susan, but yeah. people buy it. Because it, it looks interesting. And well, I know this is hard to hear, but my job's to sell books. And people don't return books. People really just buy books. Has, has, has Bart changed you into some sort of businessman? I mean, you, didn't, you used to have your own ideas, and now you're just in here trying to make money? This place is about, is about intellectual investigation and, and connection and creativity. This thing is a corporate scheme to make as much money as possible before it all falls apart Mm. well we agree to disagree but what i'm concerned about is greg i mean he's gonna have to approve this list and he doesn't come to book club i mean i don't get me wrong i don't want him at book club but i just i'm a little nervous i mean yeah i I don't i don't know what he likes Um, bart doesn't know what he likes yeah uh, for all I've seen, the man doesn't know how to read. I mean, he does know how to read. I mean, but have you ever even seen him pick up a book? I've never no, seen him pick up a book. I, I've never. He just makes those bad lattes all day. Yeah. I, I like them. I mean, I've never had a latte anywhere else, but. Oh, hun. Yeah. This is not the place. Oh. Well, anyway. Uh, well, I guess, I guess we, just, we show him the list. I guess we show him the list, but he's kind of, I don't know. He's been kind of happy recently. I know. Maybe he'll just go with it. Maybe he'll go with the science fiction. I think under normal circumstances, I would expect him only to, I don't know, want to have like goth literature or like Yeah, he seems to really like Hemingway. I don't know. I think it's only because of Hemingway's writing habits. Yeah. But. Yep. True. Well, maybe we can include one book about Alcoholics Anonymous. And then no, no, we can't do that. He really wouldn't like that. I think we need to send a message. You know, I really just, just sort of slip it in there. I mean, he's on an uptick. This might be the moment. Okay, okay, we'll try. We'll try. 
so the scene cuts to the two approaching Greg. <laughs> Their list clasped between trembling hands. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what have you brought me this time? Hey, Greg. Greg, we got we got How's a list. How's it going? We, yeah. We, 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 we read about the new promotional thing, and we have a set of suggestions that we came up with together. And we think that they're a great mix yeah. of creative fiction and bestsellers that could uh, make and some books money that can and change your life. the entire creative project of the bookstore, but whatever. What? I thought it was a good book. Okay. Anyway. Let, let me see the list. Um, yeah, here yeah, you go. Here you go. Okay, this first one I don't like. It uses foul language. You use foul language. Only some of it. I mean, I thought it was kind of cool that it swore, but... Was that exciting for you? That, you I've seen words there I'd never seen before. See? Growing. This is an educational text. I found it supremely misogynistic. Did you read it? I did. You, I have to say, I'm impressed. I'm surprised. This? Well, you shouldn't be. I work at a bookstore. There's nothing else to do but drink and read. Cassie takes out her notebook, mumbling, can read. <laughs> And then tucks it away quickly into her pocket. I like the next two because of their covers. So those two will go on the list. I, I, I guess I sell books by the cover, so I really don't have any argument against that. They're bright. People like bright things, I, mean, I am told. I, I, I do I not. most fundamentally assaults my sensibilities, but I guess that we can go with that. This last one is an interesting pick. <laughs> On the one hand, I feel slightly targeted. On the other hand, <laughs> this town has a notorious drinking problem. And I feel like it might do some good. Have you read that, that one? Yeah, it's... Um, I have not, nor... Do I intend to? But you may put it on the shelf. Okay. okay. End I scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, right. Who hasn't set a scene? Um, I set the first one, but I can do another one. Uh, in this round, rather. Oh, Sorry. I think me then. Yeah, yeah. I think you're mm -hmm. the last one. I forgot we were in a different fiscal quarter. Mm-hmm. Let's do a smoke break. Yeah, let's do a smoke break again. Cool. What's the scene? Um, so the major things that happened just now. Okay. I think that Greg is like continuing on his process of opening up emotionally and has mm -hmm. like invited us to come outside with him. Oh God. And so like we are feeling really nervous because, or at least I know I am because I'm like, what the hell is this about? I, like why mm -hmm. do we have plans with Greg? Um, I, my collection of short stories was just rejected from another editor. So I'm really salty and I'm not trying to reveal the actual fact of the blog, but I'm just like pissed. And my mm -hmm. mood has really changed since the, the book listing. 
Okay. Um, and yes, yeah, so we're all just sort of like hanging out and sharing updates on her on our lives. I don't know if you guys want to frame that yeah. more, but Daryl's kind of pumped because his short story's been doing starting to do really well, it's starting to trend upward, mm-hmm. and he's thinking about going into writing again, mm-hmm. and it's just like sort of buoyed on buoyed on like mm. happiness and emotion. All right, and the scene starts with Daryl lifting up his shirt sleeve and smacking on a nicotine patch. Daryl or Greg? Sorry, Greg. <laughs> yes. Daryl's still, still smoking. <laughs> oh, you two seem chipper today. I mean, at least Daryl. Cass, I can never tell with you. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm just feeling good. Some, some things have been going my way recently. And, mm. you know, I've, I just had a short story do really well oh, online. God fucking damn it. Sorry. Um, that's, that's great. Daryl, I'm really happy for you. Thanks, Cassie. Yeah, that's really nice. You don't sound happy for him. It's fine. We don't have to talk about it. I just think I'm never going to succeed in my passions. Cassie, you need to dream. That's what you told me. Yeah, dream shmeem. Oh, Cassie. I'm sorry you're feeling this way. Thanks. This whole publishing business is just such a scam it's a corporate scam to that it's a corporate scam everything's a scam if you look close enough you know i'm starting to believe you greg i really am i never thought the day would come but here we are i don't think love is a scam now uh, that actually brings me to why i asked you to come out and smoke with me today uh oh so cassie and daryl exchange <laughs> glances of fear daryl you're a young man and Cassie, you are a reasonably attractive young woman. I feel like Don't you might say have that. some sort of insight into this. I found a used uh, condom in my son's bedroom when I was cleaning up the other day. How do I have the talk with him? Oh, uh, uh, wow. The, uh, well, I think the first important thing is that he is using a condom. Daryl uh, is looking up with wide eyes because he's never had the talk. <laughs> and Cassie is feeling highly uncomfortable because both of these men, clearly untrained in how to talk about emotion or relationships, are staring intently at her, expecting some sort of magical answer. So, I, I mean, I'm not a parent, Ah, but, you know, he's being safe, and... I think the important thing is he's having a good time. That safety is more important, Mm -hmm. and we have to all remember that. Mm. Remember that. (laughs) Anyway, um, I think that, you know, you've been on this weird creepy cheery chipper thing recently which you know maybe is really really frustrating if nobody else is chipper but whatever i'm feeling great yeah i know you are i know you're feeling great i am feeling mediocre which is an improvement that is an improvement but you you when i was feeling down told me to cheer up and now when i'm feeling up you tell me to cheer down. Yeah, you seem really frustrated, Cassie. Is something going on? Do you need the talk? Um, no, Greg. I don't need the talk. 
I just I feel like I'm stuck in this bookstore and I feel like I'm never going to be able to publish my writing and <sighs> my mom's cooking sucks. Those are all probably true. But if you don't pursue them, then maybe you end up walking home one day and seeing your wife screwing five other men. Do we really do we really have to revisit this story? I we went over this I, last I don't time. Feel the need I to think come back to this. Yeah, we've done enough like you I and sex saying, and talking that's one time per conversation is all I can manage, I'm Greg. I'm sorry. You can do better. You are still young. You have a chance. Yeah, Cass, you can dream. I mean, I just put something I wrote on la- last year when I was when I was feeling the the writing craze thing, whatever it is. Yeah, I remember that phase. Yeah, and people like it. And maybe one day you'll just find something you left out on the internet will become really cool and huge and famous. It's not likely, though. But I'm not the one to tell you how to live your life. Wow, I don't know whether to feel comforted or extremely insulted. And get used to that. That's mm, how everyone treats you. That's how life treats you. Okay. Daryl, feeling really jealous of your success. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I mean, it's not real success. It's just, it's just I mean, on you're the like internet. I'm a 17 year old kid. I've been, I took seminars. Okay. I did a workshop. In creative writing. Oh. Workshops do seem to solve everything, don't they? Yes, they do, Greg. Yes, they do. I I think there's there's just something about feeling what you're writing, like really yeah. being into it. There, there's an yeah, emotional that's level. That's true. Maybe I wasn't connected enough to the material. Maybe you were writing about the wrong thing. Daryl. Damn. What did yes. you write about? Well, yeah. Well, I... I I was just writing one day and the, and this idea came to me about, so it's about aging and there's is this older couple and they start to experience time differently because one of them gets Alzheimer's. I, I don't know. I don't re- remember exactly how it came to me. I, I must've read something to that effect Cassie's face has fallen in the process (laughs) and she is staring at Daryl with death eyes. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. It just sort of, I just sort of started writing and it just sort of just started to rush out of me. I I just felt the the words. Daryl, are you kidding me? Are you actually kidding me? What are you talking? That story was my idea. You don't remember this? Last year? No. We were shelving books together. You were new and I was teaching you how to how, how to shelve the books and we were talking about our favorite genres. Yeah, but... Oh my God, you are a little snake. Uh, okay, all right. Now, now I'm starting to remember. Now. Yep, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're starting to remember now? Oh, that's so, nice. So oh, said, that's really nice. No, yeah, what did I say? Mm-hmm. You, what did I say? You said something about it, but I... I'm a, I, I built on it. it uh-huh. It's not exactly the Building same thing. Building is not the same thing as having your own idea. I I think that I... Are you making st- money off this story online? Where is it? Where is it published? Where can I find it? How many people have read it? So, 
I oh. haven't read it. Whatever. <sighs> About t- 20,000 people. What? And the website is oh thedailypad.com. And yeah, it's on the front page right now. But I still think I still can take credit for that. You, I think that's no, you can't. You are a child and you are stealing from me. I wrote it. And I have just been rejected by four publishers in a row. And I have been working at this my whole life. And I deserve this chance. And you are taking it from me. I can give you credit as a brainstormer. Is that a thing? Cassie at this point is fuming and tugs glancing over at Greg. She tugs Daryl's hand away and pulls him into a corner so that they can talk more privately. Greg on the meantime has seen the storm of emotions brewing and decides he wants no part of it. (laughs) So he has gone back inside and locked the door. (laughs) Meanwhile, in the corner. Yeah. Daryl, Daryl, I have stuck my neck out for you the past few months keeping your little secret and i'm just gonna tell you that i am not gonna do that anymore unless you take your name off the story and you give my give me my credit i i can't take i will tell him i will tell him daryl i swear to god i'm up to here with greg i am up to here with you and i need a break i i'm the one who wrote it i it's my idea I, I don't want to take it down, but you can't tell. <sighs> Cassie, why you are you putting me in this situation? You that you're a little kid and you can have whatever it is that you want and you can have the best of both worlds, but that's not how it works. You don't, you're a child for thinking um, Excuse that, me? Yeah, no, you're a child for thinking that just because you went to some fancy college with a big name on it and because you went to seminars to write about things that you suddenly have a higher mind, a, a greater ability to write. Well, guess what? You don't have I a greater ability. I'm not saying that I don't have a greater ability. I think, well, one, I definitely do because I've seen your journal and it is trash. You saw my it, journal? Yes, I did, okay? Why did you I take was, my journal? Never it's not important it's not important but just just say that you really need to work on your syntax and you but accuse anyway, me of you know, stealing no yes i do because that was my idea we talked about it specifically and i was really excited about the characters and the timeline and it was my idea about this temporality thing and here you are and you're just taking it and you're not you don't even have the human decency to say that you messed up are we not even friends well you know what cassie i'm sorry i don't even care you need to take some time to think about this. I'm going to shift over to the fiction department and you can shelve things by yourself. But, but no. Cut. Cut. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that got dark quick. Hey, intellectual property. <laughs> IP. All right. And so that's the end of that quarter. All right. And a last ditch effort to save boundaries corporate has decided to introduce a new line of products to the store. Now, this line of products is... A bookstore is trying to sell a new product. What would make people really uncomfortable when trying to buy books? Or or if we want to really... Sorry, this is going in a different direction. But if we want to ratchet up this tension, they could start selling, like, 
anthologies of blogs. blogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blog, <laughs> I like that. I and like they're that. selling yeah. the story. Yeah. So in an effort to improve attendance or uh, consumership, I guess. Customers. Customership. Yeah. Something. In order to uh, increase numbers of customers, this local boundaries has decided to start publishing anthologies of voices from the community, which includes blogs and short stories and letters published by members of the town and the, uh, the surrounding suburbs. And in one particular anthology are bound both excerpts from Cassie's blog about Greg oh, no. and Daryl's short story. <laughs> Cassie, however, doesn't know that her blog is being published by Boundaries yeah, no because idea. she published anonymously and... Bound, but given that this local branch of Boundaries was frantically trying to up their customer input, they mm. did some unethical web searching and mm. printing and they didn't actually ask for author's permission. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so this first scene is going to be set in the employee lounge. Okay. Which is, again, the, the cafe. Gossip yeah. thing. The gossip. And this is before the store has opened its doors, but everyone's here starting to get ready for the new product launch. Yeah. I think Daryl's talking to somebody else uh, when actually, wait, you're just saying the scene. I don't want to steal yours. So Daryl. I, I like that idea though. Daryl is talking to Linda <laughs> and Linda is good friends with Cass. So she's not a oh, super no. <laughs> huge friend fan of Daryl right now, mm -hmm. but she's at least trying to like maintain civil work relationships. Mm -hmm. Now Cass has just opened the new product that she's supposed to be shelving and has found Daryl short story on the first page. Greg in the meantime is doing everything he can to avoid responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> we can find, we can find Cassie sitting down in a, what could only be described as a lump in the corner of the bookstore <laughs> in the poetry section Tears streaming down her face as she looks at the pages of what could have been her burgeoning writing career. Now Greg walks up to Cassie. He sees this tear streaming down her face and looks. And says, nope, not dealing with this. Not right now. And walks away. Cut. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, he, he walks up to Daryl and Linda and says, Daryl, Linda, your coworker Cass is crying, and I do not have the time nor the energy to deal with it. One of you two, fix it. Uh, I don't want this to be me. Well, but maybe it's... I think that you two seem to be good friends, so Daryl, you should go talk to Cass. Is that, is that in order? What the hell? Yes. That's the first time he's ordered anybody to do anything. I, I, I guess I have to. You do. Oh, shit. I learned that one recently. I'm proud what, of you. What do you think, Greg? Oh, thanks, Greg. That is one of the acceptable curse words. What are the unacceptable ones? You can try, but you will not trick me into saying them. Oh, okay. Now, do as you're told. Go talk to Cass. Start stocking those books. Oh, okay, okay, Greg. I'll do it. 
And so Daryl like tentatively walks up to Cass. It's like, hey, Cass, what you reading? Oh, my God. You are not the person that I need to see right now. Can you just leave me alone? I'm trying to collect myself before the store opens. Well, I mean, can can I help? No, you, you've done enough. What, what if I, Why what? did you even come over here? Because Greg told me to. Have you seen this? Have you seen this blog anthology? No, I haven't. He, he goes up and like twists it to the, and like twists it to the page. Oh, hey, it's your blog about Greg. What? This this what? is your this is your writing, right? I I you told me about it, and I and I read it because I really enjoyed thinking about Greg because he's hilarious. Oh but my god! What? Just that's not even what I was looking at. What, what that was published. Yeah. This is you. Shit. Oh what? my god. That what? was never supposed to see the light of day. At this point, Greg walks up. <laughs> Daryl, she's still uh, crying. Work uh, harder. What uh, what are you what, what? what are you reading? Uh, uh, nothing. Nothing. What are you talking about? We just, we're chatting. It's <laughs> what? fine. Have you been writing about me? No what? Have you thought, been writing about me? I thought you were writing grocery lists. This is a a gross violation of my privacy. I don't. I. I would say. I'd like to think of it as, you know. Um, oh, this oh, is a really like good one. It, it, empathy. Greg, what does she, it say, Daryl? Greg, she Darryl, talks. She really talks have about to do this, Daryl. She, uh, she. Well, she says a rampant alcoholic. Greg is I the did, type of person I, I, who likes to sit in the darkness of the world and really not consider the light of day. He's really a fascinating test subject in the ideas a of test nihilism. Subject. Now, I do not disagree with what you write, but that you write it about me and without my knowledge offends me deeply. I have tried to be more positive i have tried to pursue my dreams as you once said and this is how you repay me what other secrets are you keeping from me i i i, I promise i'm not i'm not keeping any other secrets from you i i don't know so how to trust you anymore sorry oh, greg no, I'm the most trustworthy person in this store. If I had any I, power I around can't. here, any real power, I would have you fired. No, 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 no. Greg, 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 she, we she don't was need. Just, she was she, just trying to, to capture your essence. She was trying to. It's a compliment. You're an interesting mm. person. It she really says is. she's saying you mean something to to you. Remember, right, Cass? Yeah, you're you're right. You're so right. And remember, remember when we were talking about dreams? Yes. My dream is to write, and I just needed to write. Well, and I'm if sorry. you're going to write about anything, you should do it better. Cut. Okay, that was a low <laughs> blow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, another scene. We might break it into trimesters instead of quarters. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like I feel like yeah, yeah, I feel like everything's falling apart yeah. pretty quickly now. Anyway, yeah. 
So I'm going to say that after these two scenes, Borders is going to close. Okay. Okay. So. So maybe we can do... We have two more scenes? Yeah. Yeah. And I have 13 minutes. <laughs> so let's do... What, we could just do like a quick help scene. Yeah, sure. To like set up sure. for... So like they know they know the corporate has decided to close the store within yeah. this trimester. And they've been like, they know that all of their efforts to save the store have been failing. And they've just, they're just coming from a company, like a store wide meeting, like letting them know this fact. So they're all, even, even Greg are feeling especially down because mm-hmm. they've, they know that they're going to have to like change something about their lives and they have, but right now they have a particular project, which is to, um, like make a, make an archive maybe, or you're going out of sale. Like a good, yeah. Like a selling out the the back stock. stock. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So most of the back stock has sold out, Mm -hmm. but, they just had they printed so many copies of this one of this one blog book and they have to they have to sell it i mean they get commission on it mm-hmm. and if they don't sell it then they then they have to then they like have to buy it functionally mm-hmm. from the store this is the way this is the way it works so they're really like there's some other books around mm-hmm. but really they're trying to figure out the best way to sell these yeah. these books and just their luck that the the, these three characters specifically were put on this task while <laughs> everyone else who works in this store got to go and do other things. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, as much as I abhor these books, we do need to sell them. Yeah, I guess you're I right. think they're great. I'm, I'm Darryl, a big fan of all the writing. The sunniness I don't right care now. what you think, Daryl. This has a very unflattering description of me in it. And while I am comfortable in myself, the rest of the world does not need to share in my misery. I guess it's sort of like my own comeuppance having this sold. It feels like you're struggling for a metaphor I, here. You know what? Can you, you just let me have writer, my poetic... You, have mo- <clears throat> you know what? I'll just stay quiet. How's that? How's that? That's acceptable. You would be nowhere without my contributions. Like what? Writing about me in your little notebook? Keeping secrets? I I was referring more to the beautiful growth that you've undergone these past few months and the ways that we've been able to work together here. But you know what? If you want to be petty about it, that's your choice. I am not the petty one. I have always treated you the same. So I'm feeling some tension here, but we need to sell these books. And this is the job we've been given. And I, for one, want to not get fired in these last couple of weeks because that would look bad on my resume. I've decided that I'm not going to get the money. I found out that my uncle is dead. So oh, ouch! I'm going to try to be a writer, which is very exciting. Oh, God but, damn it. I have an idea. We are not going to sell these books, and we all know this. This store is closing anyway, and we know this. But 
there is a way that we could exact our revenge on those corporate pricks and maybe get some workers' comp out of it. Wow. I like the way you're thinking. Workers' comp sounds like I get hurt, and I'm not a fan of that. Daryl, do you still smoke? Yes, Daryl, do you? Yeah. Do you have your lighter? Yeah. Good. Now, Greg piles the books together, and he pulls out a shiny object from his inside <laughs> of his shirt pocket. He uncorks his flask and empties the contents over the books. Now, if I have my way, these will never see the light of day. Wait, wait, wait. I just want to add something. Okay. Cassie pulls her small notebook out of her pocket and the pen that she's been using to take notes these past few months and tosses them onto the pile of of the anthologies as well. Okay. I think it's time I say goodbye to this too. Oh, I appreciate that there are no more secrets between us. Let's light it. Uh, as Craig says, I appreciate there's no more secrets between us. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl kind of like sucks in her breath. And Cassie looks at him. Daryl flicks open the lighter, drops it on the books and says, I'm dating your son. Wait, what? And then he runs out of the store. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Excellent. Great. Cool. Last quick scene? Yeah, I have yeah. enough time for like a five minute scene. All right, let's just do the epilogue then. Because that feels, I feel, I feel like we're not going to be employed at yeah, nope. boundaries after that one. No, no, no. <laughs> well, they'll never know it was us. They'll never know. I like that. Despite that it was our job to stock those books. True. <laughs> All right. So corporate swore up and down they'd get the money to revive the business. But the end of Thanksgiving weekend, it's clear that won't happen. There's a rush on the stock and the company's mark shares plummet, plummet into free fall. By Christmas, everybody knows the score. Boundaries is closing permanently. You'll be out of a job starting on January 1st. So, what are you doing for New Year's Eve? I think the first question, are we doing this, uh, is this New Year's Eve spent together? Because I feel like I there think, was some yeah. bonds yeah. been made. Yeah. 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 I think it, they might be together. Barely. Yeah, are barely you, together, but. Are uh, Daryl and Bart still together? Shockingly, Greg doesn't seem to have any problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> some secrets are better not kept secret. This Great. is true. Yeah. Daryl, will I be seeing you at my place tonight? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, co- I'll come by if that's, if that's okay. Good. And you're going to teach me how to drink now? I don't think that would be healthy for you. And it would deprive me of wow. my own source of liquid comfort. You know what? I think we can take that as growth. That seem, I think that, that that's like what we have to do. Cass, are you still writing? Um, no, not so much anymore. My parents got three new cats and they've really been occupying a lot of my time over at the house. And I think I'm just going to focus on them for a while. You know, I would say I like cats, but I'm allergic, so I don't. Hmm. Well, I'll try to wash my clothes before I come to New Year's. Yeah. Well, this will be fun and the start of something new for the the new year and new jobs. 
That's true. And no more boundaries. No more boundaries. Never. Cut. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah. guys thanks for listening that was again no boundaries by mark hobbs you can find his other work at less than three games.com and if you like the show you should go ahead and leave a review on itunes or you can find us on twitter or on facebook and the best way to get in contact with me is to email me at sceneplaypod at gmail.com and now i have a poem for you this is what work is by philip levine We stand in the rain in a long line, waiting at Ford Highland Park. For work. You know what work is. If you're old enough to read this, you know what work is. Although you may not do it. Forget you. This is about waiting. Shifting from one foot to another. Feeling the light rain falling like mist into your hair. Blurring your vision. Until you think maybe you see your own brother. Ahead of you, maybe ten places. You rub your glasses with your fingers, and of course, it's someone else's brother, narrower across the shoulders than yours, with the same sad slouch, the grin that does not hide the stubbornness, the sad refusal to give in to the rain, to the hours wasted waiting, to the knowledge that somewhere ahead, a man is waiting who will say, no, we're not hiring today, for any reason he wants. You love your brother. Now, suddenly you can hardly stand the love flooding you for your brother, who's not beside you or behind or ahead because he's home trying to sleep off a miserable night shift at Cadillac so he can get up before noon to study his German. Works eight hours a night so he can sing Wagner, the opera you hate most, the worst music ever invented. How long has it been since you told him you loved him, held his wide shoulders, opened your eyes wide and said those words, and maybe kissed his cheek? You've never done something so simple, so obvious, not because you're too young or too dumb, not because you're jealous or even mean or incapable of crying in the presence of another man. No, just because you don't know what work is.